He'd roll back the curtain. <laughs> Amen. I praise God. God is so, so good. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Anybody got a testimony for the Lord? Praise God. Anybody want to testify of God's goodness? Amen. Sister Linda. Praise God. Yes. Right. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise God. Amen. He is good, isn't he? Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Hallelujah. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, in ways of announcements this coming week, amen, this Wednesday night, we won't have Wednesday night Bible study because we're having midweek, I mean Thursday, New Year's Eve service at 5, amen, here. Uh, and so if you can make it, we would love to have you here with us. Amen. We will be doing communion at the end of that service. Amen. So, you know, if you are not able to make it, maybe you can purchase some elements, uh, some bread and uh, juice at your house and participate at the end of the service with us as well. Amen. So, so we want everybody uh, to be a part of that as well. Amen. Also on the 4th of January, will be a day of prayer and fasting. Amen. A bishop, uh, myself, and our prayer coordinator, Brother Don Rogers, we've gotten together, and we are calling the 4th of January a day of prayer and fasting. Our midwinter camp meeting is on the 7th and 8th in Eau Claire. And so, you know, we got some dynamic speakers lined up. Brother Joel Lershon uh, and Brother Jerry Jones will be our speakers for midwinter camp meeting. It will still be aired on, online, but I'm here to tell you, you missed something anyhow, because you never know how these internet things are going to work. 
you know, if they lock up, then you miss everything and the recording gets all messed up and everything. But you're there in person, you know, and so it'll be Thursday evening and Friday morning and then Friday uh, night uh, as well. So if you can make it, amen, we'd love for you to be there. But in the meantime, the 4th of January will be a day of focused prayer and passion. We're praying for our theme, amen, and fast for our, our church um, our district theme as well, which is recall. We'll be preaching all throughout the year about recalling uh, and the things, you know, usually uh, from a military standpoint, when they do a recall, it's because someone is missing, you know, and, and they want to make sure there's an accountability, amen. And we feel that God, this is our district theme this year's recall. We feel that God is recalling the saints of God and the ministries back to say, okay, let me get back focused. Because with this pandemic, a lot of people have lost focus. They lost focus. They don't know where they are. They're all over the map. You know, and so we need to be focused. We need to focus. We need to come back to our recall. What is, what did God call you to do when he saved you? What did God call you? What is God called? You need to be recalled to that. Amen. And so we want to be praying, fasting for our theme for our district this, this coming year. We want to also be in prayer and fasting that at this, this camp meeting. Amen. That people won't be afraid to come. Amen. We won't, we, we got to get fear out of our lives, church. That's the, as Brother DeMuth has taught all week, all month, God has not given us a spirit of fear. And I cannot for the life of me wonder why so many Christians and people that call themselves Christians is so afraid. Amen. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us power. He's given us a love and he's given us a sound mind. Amen. And so we got to get out of that because as long as you keep being afraid, the enemy is going to play on that. and You're not going to be able to recover from it. Amen. You'll be afraid of every little thing that keeps coming up in your life. Amen. And so we are praying and fasting against this spirit of fear that has invaded the church and people's lives and saints of God's lives. Amen. Praise God we, that we're praying and fasting against that. We're also praying and fasting for our speakers uh, that they won't have problem getting there and that they God will anoint them and give them the word that we need to hear for that time period as well. And so we're going to be praying for that as well. Amen. And we're going to also be praying against this COVID and fasting against this COVID-19 evil that has invaded the land. We're going to be praying and fasting against that as well. Amen. And so so just lock that in the 4th of January. Amen. We will be doing that. Amen. As well for our camp meetings for the 7th and 8th. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And so God is good to us. Amen. So praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you have your Bibles this morning, we're going to Luke chapter 2. Amen. If you know of those that may be sick in body, and amen, we are asking you to continue to keep praying for them as well. Amen. Luke chapter 2, starting with verse 15. Luke chapter 2 and verse 15 through verse 20. Luke chapter 2, verse 15 through verse 20. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, 
Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that that and all they that heard it wondered at those things which was told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Amen. And I want to speak to you from this thought for a moment today, seeking the Savior. Seeking the Savior. Father, we thank you again today for your word that we've heard and read thus far. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, God, I pray today. And let us not leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost. And we give you glory, honor, and praise and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated. Seeking the Savior. In most churches and homes and stores... Immediately after Christmas, the decorations are removed and people return to what they had always done. Stores put items that was once 100% now down to 80% or more on sale. It is as they have lost their value and they are ready to give them away. How could something that one day was so valuable so soon lose its worth. Suddenly, that which offered a ray of hope does not seem to matter anymore. People return to their hustle and bustle lifestyle, more depressed, more stressed, more despondent with low self-esteem and debt, and more fearful. And do we wonder why so many lives are turned upside down. Christianity is not about fear, it's about faith. And faith is not believing what that God can, it is believing that God will, as we see with Abraham, when he told Isaac, Amen, son, God will provide himself a sacrifice. Abraham had moved to believing that God could, to, I know God will, amen. What an inspiring, and I know God will, amen, make a way where there seems to be no way. I know God will open doors. Uh, I know God will heal. Uh, I know God will deliver. I know God will set the captives free. I've already moved beyond he can. I know that he will. In his time, he will make all things uh, beautiful. 
in his time. Amen. And I do know that all things do work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are the called uh, according to his purpose. Uh, amen. Stop with me for just a moment and think about this. Uh, amen. Of all the holidays uh, that has been set aside, uh, it's always seemed uh, that we follow them to the day that it happens uh, and then we quit. Uh, if you stop and think about it, uh, think about Valentine's Day, a day that is dedicated to love. Uh, amen. We follow it to the day uh, and then it stops. Uh, could not uh, if we kept going forth uh, in the agape love uh, that God has given us. Uh, if we continue to walk in love uh, in Jesus Christ, uh, think about how many homes uh, could have the peace of God. Uh, think about how many marriages could be saved if people would not just stop at the day with the chocolate and the flowers, but continue on the next day and the next day buying chocolate and buying flowers and sending I love you cards and making a difference in other people's lives. Amen. Think about the new year. We come to the new year. Amen. What's it called? A new year. That means that old year's gone. I don't need to be looking back. I can't go back. I can't change what happened last year, but I can build my future on what's ahead of me. I can turn my heart to God. I can trust God. I can believe God that He will go before me. He will give me newness of life. He will open doors that may have been closed. He will help me see a brighter future which is ahead of me. Think about the days. Think about those events that has already been established if we would just not stop at the day. Think about Easter, a resurrection. We come to the day. We take a little communion. We talk about the resurrection. But then we forget all about how it is to be applied. Amen. We got to keep on. Amen. For a short moment, it seems as Christmas uh, is, it gives people just a little glimpse of hope. Uh, but instead of seeking the Savior of the world and the one who came uh, to give us life, uh, and that more abundantly, they become like the two men on the road to Emmaus. Uh, and they become downtrodden. Uh, they become low and afraid. Uh, amen. And not wondering. They lose hope. Uh, but Christmas season... Uh, is supposed to give us hope uh, because God came into the world to seek uh, and to save that which was lost. Uh, and Paul tells us in Romans 15, 4, that that which was written before was written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, uh, might hope. And Jesus Christ is my hope. Amen. And I'm not stopping at Christmas. I'm going forward. He has come into the world to seek and to save. Amen. But all of a sudden, it seems that though the church is suddenly taking its cues from the world and not from Jesus Christ. And it seems like the church and the saints of God are wanting to go back to 
the world or to the middle doom and gloom that it had before Christmas ever showed up. It's just that they're becoming the children of Israel and they want to go back into the world. But not these shepherds we read about today. As soon as the angel of the Lord says, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. And when the angels were gone away, the shepherds said one to another, Come, let us go up to Bethlehem and see this thing which has been made known to us by the Lord. Why Bethlehem? Stay with me. You see, in Genesis 12, 1 through 2, 1 through 5, excuse me, through 7, actually, the Bible says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Get thee out of the country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord has spoken unto him. And Lot went with him, and Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his son's brother, brother's son, excuse me, and all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth unto God. To, excuse me, forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. Verse 7, And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said unto thee, Thy seed will I give this land. And there he built an altar unto the Lord that appeared to him. Amen. The right of Hebrews, amen. Chapter 11, verse 8 through 10 says, By faith, Abram, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundation whose builder and maker was God. Amen. You see, Canaan land, amen, or Canaan was the land of Noah's son, Ham. Amen. It's the land of Ham. But God told Abram, I will give you all this land. And so to fulfill the promise that God made to Abram, he changed his name from Abram to Abraham. Or in other words, he's now from the father Amen. Of the few to the great father, the father of the multitude. It is Abram now in the land of Ham or Abraham. Amen. Stay with me. Amen. Because in those times they all call, according to Psalms 49.11, they call their lands after their name. So Abram goes from Abram, which is high father, to Abraham, the father of the multitude. But what about Bethlehem? 
Abraham. In Genesis 28, when Jacob is running away, amen, from his, his brother Esau, because his brother Esau was going to kill him, the Bible says that Jacob left, and he went from Bathsheba, and he went towards Haran, and he lighted upon a certain place, amen, and he tell it there all night, because the sun was set, and he took up the stones of that place, and put them for his pillow, I'm in Genesis 28.10, amen, and lay down in that place to sleep, and he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angel of God ascended and descended on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, and the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed, and to thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east, and to the north, uh, and to the south, uh, and in thee, and in thy seed, shall all the families uh, of the earth be blessed. Uh, and behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places where thou goest, uh, and will bring thee again into this land, for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awakened out of his sleep, uh, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. And this is the gate to heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillar and set up a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name that would be the city was called Luz at the First, and Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give thee a tent. Now notice, amen, where Jacob Abyss. He is in the promised land. He is in the land of Canaan or the land of Ham. He comes to a place called Luz. Luz was known as almond trees. Amen. I could preach about almond trees for a while, but I won't. I'll save that for a different day. But notice, he changed the name from Luz to Bethel because of the house of God. Amen. And so Bethel now you have Ham, the land of Ham or Abraham, so it would become Bethlehem. It would be here in Bethlehem that Jacob, when he's coming back, that Rachel dies, and Rachel is buried in Bethlehem, Ephrathah. And when you read Micah, Micah says Bethlehem, Ephrathah. It's the same name, Bethlehem or Ephrathah. Amen. It is here that Naomi and her family is from. Her two sons and her husband. They are from Bethlehem. It is here that Ruth meets Boaz in this field of labor. It is here that Ruth and Boaz bear Obed, who's the father of 
of Jesse, who is the father of King David, who is the city of David of Bethlehem. It is here that Micah prophesies and Micah 5, 2, 3, but thou Bethlehem Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler of Israel, whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. Therefore will he give them up until the time that she which travail have brought forth then the raiment of his brethren shall return unto the children of Israel. But thou, Bethlehem, stay with me. In Matthew 2, 1 through 6, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, and the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, said, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, And Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou Bethlehem, and the land of Judah, art not thou the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Isaiah lets you know, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of all peace. John would write in John seven thirty seven, and that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they believed on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Many of the people, therefore, when they had heard this saying, said, of a truth, this is the prophet. Others said, this is the Christ. But some says, shall Christ come out of Galilee? Have not the scripture says that Christ come out the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem where David was? You see, they realize something here. Because see, Mary and Joseph was in Galilee at the time of Jesus when Mary was coming to that time of fruition that she would deliver and God moved upon Caesar Augustus and he decreed a tax 
excuse me, upon the whole world, that all the world should be taxed. And Joseph went up from Galilee to the city of Bethlehem because he was of the lineage and the line of David. So they came to Bethlehem to be taxed with Mary, his spouse wife. And while they was there, the days was accomplished that she should deliver. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped them in swollen cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the inn. And the shepherds was in the field keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord appeared unto them and said unto them, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And you shall find the babe wrapped in a clothes, manger, wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. And they came with haste to see the thing that the Lord had made known to them. They came seeking him. Now is not the time to go back to the old gloom and doom. When you've been told that a Savior is born, it's time to seek him. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 6, Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything you have need of will be added unto you. It's time to seek the Lord, Isaiah says, why he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let them return unto the Lord. And he shall have mercy and shall abundantly pardon. Now is the time to seek the Lord. Now is not the time to go back to the gloom and the doom of the world. Now is not the time to go back in the fear and complacency and lack of contentment. Amen. Now is the time to seek the Lord. Praise God. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they have seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at these things, which was told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things, and she pondered them in her heart. She meditated on what those shepherds were saying. She let it roll around in her heart. She considered it deeply. She weighed it carefully in her mind what was being said by those shepherds. Can you imagine her laying there realizing, I've just birthed the Savior of the whole world. God, Emmanuel, with us, is was in me. Amen. Aren't you glad that you know truth today? Aren't you glad? Amen that you can still seek him and find him when you search for him with all your heart. Wise men still seek him. Wise men still look for him. Moses said to the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 29 through 31, he says, but if from thence thou shalt seek 
the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him if thou seek him with all thine heart and with all thy soul when thou art in tribulations and all these things are come upon thee even in the latter days if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient unto his voice for the Lord thy God is merciful is a merciful God he will not forsake thee neither destroy thee nor forget the covenant of thy fathers which he swore to thee. Moses says, listen, from right now, amen, when you have an understanding of the Savior, he says there in Deuteronomy 4.29, he says, but from right now, amen, if you seek the Lord thy God, thou will find him if you seek with him with all your heart and with all your soul. So, now watch this. When thou art in tribulations and all these things are come upon thee as in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall obey his voice, for the Lord thy God is a merciful God. He will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee nor forget the covenant of thy fathers which he swore unto them. So Moses said from right now, once you have this understanding that the Savior of the world has been born, if you seek him with your whole heart and your whole soul and your whole mind, you can find him. And when tribulations come, he says, look all the things that comes upon you, even in the latter days, if you just turn to God, he'll be there for you. Praise God. Woo! Hallelujah. God is not going to leave you, friend. Praise God. The Psalms is right in Psalms 105. Psalms 105, verse 4 through 12. The Psalms says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works that he have done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Oh, you seed of Abraham, his servant, you children of Jacob, his chosen, he is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He have remembered his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, which covenant he made with Abraham and his open to Isaac and confirm the same unto Jacob for law and to Israel for everlasting covenant, saying unto thee, Will I give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance when they were but just a few in number, yet very few and strangers in the land. God won't forget his promise. God won't forget his covenant that he made to Abraham. Because when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater. He swore by himself, saying, Surely I will bless thee and multiply it. I will multiply thee. They was only a few to start with, but now they covered as the sands of the sea and as the stars of heaven. Hosea gets in on the account. And Hosea 10, 12. Hosea says in Hosea chapter 10, verse 12, so to your 
yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it's time to seek the Lord till he come and he rains righteousness upon you. Don't stop praising God. Don't stop seeking God. Don't go back the old way. The angels told the wise men, don't leave the way you came. Leave a different way. And they went out a different way. Anytime you come seeking God, don't go back the same old way. The world doesn't have the answers to your hurt and confusion. The world doesn't have the answer to what you need to make you happy. The world doesn't have the answer to why people die, get sick. Amen. The world does not have the answer to depression, suicide, and why people are mean and evil. The world does not have the answer to why you have pain and headaches and loneliness and people backslide. The world doesn't have that answer. Only God have that answer. So seek the Lord why he may be found and call upon him why he is near. Praise God. So seek him. Jesus says in Luke chapter 11, verse 9 to 13, And I say unto you, He shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish? Will you for fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Ghost to them that asked him? Praise God. Just think about it. You can find it. You can find him when you seek for him. With your whole heart. Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill in Acts seventeen twenty two. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, You men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship. Him declare I unto you, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwell not in temples made with hands, neither is worship with men's hands as though he need anything, seeing he given to all men life and breath and all things, and have made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined the times before appointed, and that the bounds of their habitations, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he's not far from every one of us. For in him we live, we move, we have our beings, as certain also of your own prophecies says, for we are his offsprings. He's not far from you. He's as close as the mention of 
of his name. If you will seek for him with your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, he will be found of you. Even in times of tribulation, if you seek for him with your whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, you will find him. Amen. Those shepherds, as soon as they got the word, they said one to another, Come, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has been made known unto us. Now is not the time to be sad. Now is not the time to fear. Now is not the time to be lonely. Now is not the time to have low self-esteem and be in despondency. Christmas brought joy. It brought light. It brought abundant life. Amen. That you and I can go forth with rejoicing, knowing that the Savior of the world has been born, that we can live and enjoy life and that more abundantly. Amen. In John chapter 12, verse 22, 23, and I'm finishing with this. John chapter 12, verse 22, 23. There were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came, therefore, to Philip, which was as Bethsaida of Galilee and desired to see him said, Sir, we would see Jesus. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and Andrew and Philip telleth Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man shall be glorified. If you want to see him glorified in your life, then you've got to seek him with all your heart, with all your mind, and your soul. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we exalt you. God, I magnify you today. Oh, God, I come seeking you again today as always. Oh, 